WVNG Ed Talks, a simple discussion about sometimes complex military education benefits. I'm Dr. Sherry Schaefer, Education Services Officer for the West Virginia National Guard. Today's show is about R&R, not rest and relaxation, which I'm sure we could all use a little of these days, but rather recruiting and retention and how it relates to our service members' education benefits. This will be a two-part series, something we've not done before. To kick us off, we will discuss the West Virginia Army National Guard recruiting. Joining me today is Sergeant First Class Jeremy Bates and Sergeant Rashawn Ward. Welcome to Ed Talks. Hey, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> Appreciate you having us. We're both excited to be here. Absolutely. So, first of all, um, and you guys can kind of do this round robin, I guess. Uh, tell me a little bit about your background, how you came to be a member of the Recruiting and Retention Battalion with the West Virginia Army National Guard. Well, I've been serving in the Army National Guard since 2008, and I'm actually one of the newer members of the West Virginia Army National Guard since this past February. Um, and that really just comes from the multitude of opportunities that the National Guard offers, allowing the flexibility of movement for yourself and your family. So I'm proud to be here. Cool. Thank you. I've been in a long time. Uh, I came in 1998 to the West Virginia Army National Guard, and I'm coming up on 23 years in the Guard and 19 active with the Guard. I'm currently recruiting the last almost two years. I've been an MP, military policeman, 19 Delta Scout, and 19 Kilo Tanker. And the Guard's been very good to me and my family. So we've got one here who's been in just for a little while into the recruiting, right? Absolutely. In West Virginia, and one who's been in it a little bit longer. So we got a really good perspective here. So that's fantastic. So let me ask you, what do potential recruits that you see out on the street, so to speak, um, value in regard to their education goals? What are they looking for? Uh, you know, kids are wanting to improve themselves. You know, West Virginia, uh, it's, it's not the highest income place, and they know the first or the best way to do that is either through college or Votech or something like that. So a lot of times they, that does bring them to us, and then we can explain to them how the West Virginia Army National Guard has the best benefits when it comes to education than any other military branch. And I say that with confidence. And I would also say, um, in regard to your question, I believe that kids are looking for options. I feel like, you know, everyone knows you go to high school, college is usually the next step. And nowadays, I believe society wants more control over self. So they want to know, you know, when I go to school, will I still be able to have time for self? Would I be able to better myself and not just relay all time to my studies? Um, when I'm talking with applicants, even when I'm talking to them about the benefits, about the National Guard being able to pay for school, they still want to know what free time they have, what flexibility they have. They don't just want to be in school one day, in uniform the next day. Um, so I believe priority of time, personal growth, are some things that are more important now than before. And to piggyback off that a little bit, I've had a lot of applicants come to me in these last two years, um, and they've struggled in college uh, because, you know, next thing you know, you're working 40, 60 hours to pay for your school, and it takes over. So you're trying to juggle everything. And it's very easy to come over to us and we offer something that could take away the 40, 60 hours. So then maybe that will give them what uh, he was saying with a little bit more of that me time. Yes. Much more me time because you're not, you know, in school full time and then you have to serve full time military to get that back or you're not in military full time and then you get out, then you go to school. With us, you have the chance to truly embrace 
that traditional college experience where you have time for studies, you have time for your friends, the parties from time to time, just being realistic. <laughs> but then at the same time, we only ask for that one weekend out of the month, you know, the couple of weeks in the summertime. Otherwise, than that, you know, aside from the two days out the month, the other 28, 29 days, you do what you want to do, how you want to do it, when you want to do it. We just ask that, you know, you make smart choices. Right. So how important is the state tuition assistance program, which offers up to $7,000 for your schooling every year? How important is that to the recruits when you're talking to them? Well, that's, you know, that's a big edge that we have that other organizations do not have. You know, uh, not only has it paid for my schooling um, here in West Virginia at University of Charleston, um, it's, I've helped so many soldiers because before I recruited, I was a readiness NCO for a unit. So I've helped uh, a lot of soldiers get into college, and that's how they pay for it. And then you also have your federal, too, for 4000 So there's no reason why you can't be a full-time student and have it all paid for. And to piggyback off of that, I really believe that our state tuition assistance, that's the wow factor. Because, I mean, you know, everyone knows with the military, they're always familiar with that term, the GI Bill. But then when you get to talk to an Army National Guard recruiter and we let you know, you know, we have the state tuition assistance along with that GI Bill, along with your monthly drill check, and we haven't even talked about ROTC options. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. So the certification program, it's called credentialing assistance. This one's newer to um, Army National Guard soldiers. You know, it launched last year in West Virginia. We were last one of the last states to get it, actually. Have, have you seen that that has any potential or has it been received really well or is it still kind of a hidden gem in terms of the recruiting potential? That's something that is another I would say the next hidden gem just because in my area I work at an area a particular institution that's called ACT and you know there those kids primarily focus on trades so with the credentialing their credentialing opportunity there, you know, for those kids that don't want to go to college, they, they're not particularly looking for a bachelor's degree, a master's degree. They want, you know, certain trades. And just given the area where we are, that's something that's mainly beneficial. So when you can let them know that, you know, we have this new program that hasn't even been a year old yet, but it allows you to pick different areas that you want to get certified in, and we're still covering that too, that lets them know, you know, there's something for them too. It's not just everyone that wants to go to college, everyone that wants to do this route or that route. It goes right back to the options, as I mentioned before. And it doesn't have to be related to that military occupation. Mm -hmm. So if you come in as what a, a truck driver or something mm -hmm. and you, you want to do cybersecurity, yeah. you can go for cybersecurity or vice versa. Yeah, so, I've so showed a few soldiers at uh, Warriors, we call them as when they enlist, the uh, cool website. And there's uh, like hundreds and hundreds of different certifications. And, you know, it's very user-friendly. And it does put you uh, head and shoulders above someone else if you're applying for a position in the civilian market. So do you think certifications will be a better incentive for retention and to prepare for life after retirement than it is for recruiting? I wouldn't say it would be better for retention than for recruiting, but I will say that it would be better for retention, period. Because with soldiers who have been in, you know, by that time, usually they may know what options they have as far as traditionally going to school. However, you know, when they've been in and there's like, I may have already used my GI, but I may have used this, I may have used that. But, you know, while I've been in, I was looking at this career path or that career path. Or, you know, someone like myself as an E5, and I want to get to 
the position where Sergeant First Class Bates is as an E7, well, education matters nowadays. So for those who want to be retained, you can't just, you know, because I've been in this amount of time, just sit back and twiddle your thumbs and think your career is going to continue to unfold. You have to have those degrees or you're not going to get promoted. And having the option with the cool and having the option for those who already know to go on to the Army Ignited website now and get that stuff going, then, you know, this is another way for you to continue to better yourself because you may not, you know, make it to retirement. You may not want to go to retirement, but when you have these credentials, it gives you that plan B, whether you're in or out of uniform. So what you just mentioned is that the Federal Tuition Assistance Program and the Credentialing Assistance Program are now on armyignited.com. It used to be Go Army Ed. That's now been sunset. And so if anybody's interested in that, they have to go to the armyignited.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I'm still learning that right there. But I, And I will say, too, you know, it, it's, it's a great program. Army's doing as usual. They're trying to better us. And, and what I would always tell soldiers is you're here, you know, going back to tuition and now this. Why not? If it's there, why not take advantage of it and better yourself, you know? I always tell them, work the system. And, yes, and it's not really game the system. That doesn't sound good. But <laughs> work the system and make it work for you. So absolutely. if you have all these benefits, then get smart about your benefits sure. so you know what you can do when you come in and you put that uniform on. Um, because, you know, the t- state tuition assistance program is a big thank you from people like me who are life t- lifelong residents of West Virginia. I'm a taxpayer in West Virginia. But that's my thank you, so to speak. Here's, here's money for you yeah, to go to school. Absolutely to better your life, to better your children's lives. Um, so anyway, you know, we, we have all these fantastic programs, but you've got to learn how to use them and be smart about it. Mm. So on a personal note, my daughter has been tremendously blessed by having the post-9-11 GI Bill transferred to her, um, obviously from her father, who served with the West Virginia National Guard. And, you know, we feel that that's been the best benefit of, of my husband's career in, in many ways in terms of her, the education benefits. So um, in your experience, how important do others who are thinking about either staying in or maybe coming in if they've got prior service experience or whatever um, to transfer that post 9-11 GI Bill once they've earned it? Uh, See, I've really pushed that when it first came out. I've transferred 36 months, 12 to each daughter. I have three daughters. And, you know, that's going to give them a heads up. It's going to give me a heads up financially as well. Um, but, you know, another thing is a lot of soldiers take, took advantage of that. Um, when I was ready in the sense, you know, for the A63rd MP company, and then I went to brigade, and I was kind of helping all the MP companies. I was like, let's push this because, as you know, they had a deadline for a little while. and uh, But it's very beneficial because it, it helps out, you know, your children. Well, in, in my daughter's case, and I'll just kind of sure. drill down into this a little bit, you know, she we had some college money set aside. But we were able to basically use what we had saved, and then her dad's GI Bill kind of took over. So he was at the 100% mark, which meant, you know, her, her tuition's paid 100%. Um, she was able to get the basic housing, which her dad thought she was going to give to us, but that didn't happen. <laughs> That's a different story. Oh, yeah, no, no. Anywho, <laughs> you know, so she, she was down at Marshall University in Huntington, West Virginia, and um, she was getting over $1,000 a month while she was in school. Yes. That's pretty sweet for a college kid. I would have killed for that back in the day. But anyway, um, and that book stipend. So, you know, this is a tremendous, tremendous benefit. And essentially for her as a dependent of a soldier, Mm -hmm. she's going to graduate in a couple months with her master's debt free. Mm -hmm. And I'll say that again, debt free because her dad served in the West Virginia National Guard 
for essentially over 30 years, just recently retired. So, you know, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But um, in terms of recruiting and retention, wow, what a program. See, and that's the same thing, you know, not to go into the whole recruiting spiel, but, I mean, I do have to tell this because that's one good thing about being a recruiter now. I'm recruiting where I live. I've lived here my whole life. And I tell these kids, why would you go in and have a bunch of student loans or you go in and suffer? You know, same thing as your daughter. I mean, it paid for my school, bachelor's and master's, no debt. Now, my older sister, she went to the same school and got her associate degree, and she had a student loan for took her over 10 years to pay for, you know? so Yeah, it's incredible. I think it's an amazing opportunity just because, you know, those of us who are service members, you know, we say we do this, you know, not just for our nation, but we do it for our families. Mm-hmm. And those of us who are parents, we say we do this so that our children don't have to. Oh. This is a direct way to truly show that, you know, to our children and to our spouses because, you know, a lot of people who – go to school and they get those scholarships and things, they don't realize, you know, tuition is one thing. You still have those fees, <laughs> you still have your housing, you still have your books and everything. And this is an opportunity that, as you mentioned, not only takes care of tuition, but you also get the book stipend and then you also get the housing allowance. And I don't know if many service members understand that with this benefit, it also offers the BAH as we know it to be. I think this is an amazing opportunity to help cover education and also keep you debt free. Because if you are going to continue education and you're going to get in a career that you want, you want to be able to enjoy it. But when we're in debt or climbing out of debt, you don't really get to enjoy what you're doing. I feel like debt is one of those things that truly crush dreams in some ways. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So how has the Army's emphasis on education changed since Maybe you enlisted yeah, oh yeah. a few years ago, <laughs> as opposed to you really right. enlisted, I mean, a couple of years ago. In terms of, of promotion points and, and being that best qualified person, so how has that emphasis changed over time? Tremendously. I mean, you're going back, you know, to 98, early 2000s. Not too many people had degrees. You know, basically your officers had degrees. You know, you got your enlisted side, you have your officers. And I know... My last year as a going back on the readiness NCO, four platoon sergeants, three of us had degrees, two of us had master's degrees. You know, uh, my first sergeant back in the day, he was a sergeant major. Uh, he retired. He had two master's degrees, and he he's the one who motivated me. Uh, but it, it, and to go back on the promotion, yeah, the more educated you are, the more points you get on the promotion board. Uh, that's part of just with physical training, your NCOES, your NCOERs. It's right up there with everything. You know. Yeah. And I would just say, although I've only been in since 2008, one thing that I've seen and learned, particularly in today's time, it is actually more common on the enlisted side that if you want to reach those senior non-commissioned officer levels, you need that education. You know, having a PT test, there used to be certain points. Now it's more so just pass or fail. But do you have college credits? What else are you bringing to the table aside from just your job, aside from any time you may have served overseas or anything else? It's not just what you can do you know, Army-wise, what can you do, you know, what else do you bring to the table? That's one of the unique things about the National Guard. You know, there's so many of us who have the outside education, the outside skills. That's what makes our force so unique. So nowadays, with the new programs, the, you know, ignited and the cool and everything else, all of that is to show the Army's focus on education nowadays. Don't you think, too, that having that educational background really does make you not just a better person, but a better soldier. Sure. I think it makes you a better leader, a better dad, better husband. Honestly, I feel like it broadens your mind and enlightens you, makes you think bigger picture. Uh, and I, I was thinking about this 
this morning driving over, um, you know, some of my favorite, I mean, I'm, I'm a happy person, but some of my favorite times in life is when I have goals. And when you're in school, you have goals, you know, and, and it helps me out tremendously. I believe the exact same thing because I believe those who have that college education, there's a certain level of discipline that comes with that. We always say, you know, military, there's a certain discipline aspect, and you can always tell someone who is or has been military. I think the same thing for individuals that have that college education, that college experience, more so than just the book education, the actual experiences that come with it, the self-discipline, the perseverance going through, focusing on maintaining GPAs and those small missions, mm -hmm. so to speak. Um, Good point, John. I really think, you know, that all comes into play with that. Mm -hmm. Well, Sergeant First Class Bates, Sergeant Ward, thank you both so much for being here today. For more information on the Army National Guard education benefits, you can call 304-561-6361. That's 304-561-6361. And if you'd like to speak to someone in recruiting, you would call who? Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and plug myself <laughs> in. Sergeant Ward can't hit. 304-203-6050. This is Sergeant First Class Bates. Um, if you're in high school, I'll point you to the NCO that works that school. If you're out of high school, I'll get you in the Guard. This is Sergeant Ward. Please feel free to reach me at 304-541-4096, or you can find me on any of my social media at iGuardWV, I-G-U-A-R-D-W-V. And if you are in college, I specialize in college recruiting. And if you are anywhere in the Raleigh County area, please feel free to reach out to me. Hey, I had to let you all plug it, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> So join us next time on WVNG Ed Talks when we will continue part two of our conversation on recruiting and education benefits with the West Virginia Air National Guard. WVNG Ed Talks. Tune in, turn it up, and join the conversation. Mm -hmm.